we are playing Vampire the Masquerade. VTM only half romanticizes vampires, and a large portion of the game is about exploring just how much of a monster you're willing to become. Since this game deals with heavier issues than most games we tend to play on this podcast, I am issuing a content warning for the following subjects on basically every episode. Blood. Violence. Body horror. Abuse of all forms. Issues of consent. And torture. If you feel uncomfortable to listening to any of these subjects, please tread lightly, and we will not blame you if you skip this campaign. Thank you. Two years ago, three corpses changed the course of Chicago's politics. Not the politics that you would normally think of. No mayors were ousted, no city councilors had scandals that caused them to resign in disgrace, no city officials found themselves dead or revealed as pedophiles. No. The politics we speak of here run much deeper than that. Deeper. Older. Vastly more important. They are the politics of the night. The politics of the kindred. Members of this select group go by many names. Bruja, Gangrel, Leeches, Blank Bodies. Perhaps their best known title is an old Serbian word. Vampire. Two years ago, three corpses named Cor Saturino, Jonathan Ross, and Salem Jones killed the Prince of Chicago, Rainier Pilzer, and shook the world of the Camarilla to its very core. While the new prince, Virginio Montanero, stepped up quickly to try and fill the void left by the old prince, there were some things he just couldn't replace. And nature, especially vampire nature, abhors a vacuum. It is December 9th, 2018, 4.51pm, and the sun sets on Chicago, and the corpses awaken. If everyone could roll me a rouse check, please. We are all sundowning. I rolled a zero. Is that good? Uh, no. Um, that <laughs> That's means a failure. You, that means you do not get any successes. So uh, add a hunger to your hunger dice. So in order to get everyone reacclimated to the characters, uh, I'll go down the order of the uh, the people who rolled their rouse checks first so salem jones you awaken this night and you are you're a little hungrier it happens yeah it it happens it happens um you do have a text on your phone um oh god did you ever come up with a name for that uh for the mother of that woman that that girl is Teresa holland okay so uh, you have a text from Teresa Holland uh, asking, you know, hey, we doing lunch anytime this month? I know uh, it's Christmas, so I know it's a busy time. And then well, I don't do also- lunch for one thing. Well, okay, so dinner, whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean. I okay. I wasn't sure if that was like a point you were making that she was asking to eat lunch with me, or if it was just a thing you forgot. Yeah, it's just 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 a thing I forgot. 
but she's she's basically saying, "Hey, are are we doing anything this month? Uh, I know I know Christmas is a pretty busy time for everyone, so it's okay if we don't." Um, and then you look at like as as you're waking up and you you're looking around in your apartment, you look at your front door. There's a handwritten envelope addressed to you no return address is like literally just your name written some extremely fancy handwriting that you instantly recognize as the prince's oh of course (sighs) i'm going to check the letter before i respond to that text because i feel like i don't want to make any promises before i read my professional correspondence that's been slipped under my door while I was sleeping. (laughs) It says, at your earliest convenience, please come to Elysium. You might want to gather your coterie before you, before you come, Sheriff. Oh boy. Sheriff Jones. (laughs) Sheriff Jones. So here's my question, uh, because it's been about two years since we last checked in with each other. What is Salem's sheriffing style? Because every sheriff has their own sort of style. As And as we all know, Stank Eyes was give them one warning and then gleefully kill them when they inevitably break the warning. Uh, Salem's style is don't make me come get you. <laughs> so, here's the question. When push comes to shove and you do have to like kill someone who is definitely breaking masquerade do you go to stank eye and get him to do it or do you do the deed yourself because i know you're not very combat oriented and stank eye very much is uh it's a little bit of both i mean it's complicated you know it tends it depends what's happening it depends on the rule breaker okay it's very, uh, I'm going to be chill about this. I'll give you a warning. I will sit down and talk with you. But if you don't change your tune, I will fucking burn everything you ha- you have to the ground. <laughs> I will light your house on fire with you inside of it. Uh, hey, fucking there you go. That's how you do it. Which I guess is pretty similar to Stankai, except I don't. I don't tend to murder people by hand. You sit down, you give them a nice talk, and then if they don't comply, then you just ruin their entire life. Got it. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to meet force with force. I'm going to use my use my strong points, which is my, you know, my nice personality. And also my ability to dominate others. <laughs> and... If that doesn't work, I will use my authority to deputize as many fucking people as I need to meet force with overwhelming force. (laughs) Okay. Sounds good. All right. So then, uh, you've been requested by the powers that be to gather your coterie and come to Elysium. Uh, if the prince himself is writing you, it's fairly important. Yeah, I fire off a text to Jonathan and Core. Uh, I almost uh, forgot his name. You you might not want to shoot off texts because remember the Camarilla does frown upon using technology to like talk with 
other kindred about kindred business, even Oh, I was just going to say we have business tonight. Sup, fam? Meet me at the theater house. We got work. Uh, I was just going to say uh, we're expected in society tonight. All right. I, I know how to be subtle. Okay. So here's my question. Do you? He did say at your early convenience. So do you want to go hunting first? Get that hunger down from two to one. I mean, it's just too hunger. Okay. What could possibly go wrong? What could possibly go wrong? All right. And then, uh, who, what do you what do you text uh, your friend back? Oh, what do I text Teresa back? Yeah. Uh, I text her that I would love to meet her for dinner sometime this month. Ah, uh, unfortunately, I have no family of my own, so Christmas is relatively free for me. Okay. Uh, she'll reply. She'll reply back. That is still makes me sad every time you say it. But okay, uh, we'll hammer out a date at some point. Teresa is a lovely lady. She is. I can't. I can't just like tell her no. Well, she did say that she would understand because it's a busy time of month. So, but like at the same that time, doesn't matter. <laughs> All right. So then, Cor Satriano. You wake up and you're you're a little bit hungrier. <sighs> what else is new? Okay. Yep. Uh, how long has it been since our last little adventure? Uh, two years. Your last adventure two took place years? in. Yeah, your your last adventure took place. Uh, it ended basically Halloween 2016, and it is now December 9th, 2018. Okay. Like, well, I'm probably done unpacking by now. Yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah, your ghouls are probably playing video games. There's one that's asleep, just so that way you know if you're hungry, you don't have to go out hunting if you don't want to. You're on feedback duty. Yep. But it is also that time of year when you are thinking what to get David as part of your so secret Santa he doesn't even know it's you gift. David, my was a great grandson. Yeah, great grandson. Who has never come up until this. Well, I mean, like Colin, is that? That is literally is David this? Hater. That is David uh, Hater. Okay. God, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> you saw the. <laughs> anyway. Alright. So. Disclosure Colin asked us between. Uh, campaigns. Campaigns, thank you. Word escaped me. To create a new tie to the mortal world and I just have a grandson, a great grandson who does not know who I am, but every Christmas I bring him a present and as a result he still thinks Santa exists. And then we <laughs> had a whole goddamn joke about my son is apparently Solid Snake. <laughs> and so now Colin has chosen to make David Yater my son grandson, great-grandson. Listen, 
It was too good of an inside joke to not do it. And that was an outside joke. As it should be taken outside and left there, preferably in the <laughs> trash. Anyway, so, uh, but yeah, it's it's that time of year. What do I get my large adult great-grandson? Who, what did we decide was his actual profession, not international super spy? Was it an uh, emergency doctor, emergency medical surgeon? It was an emergency room surgeon, essentially. Like, if, if somebody comes in completely fucking off, like, obliterated from a car crash, he's there. <laughs> Someone comes in with their blood mostly, ex you know, just, like, sanginated, <laughs> and she's like, they open their chest up, and there's a little neatly wrapped gift. <laughs> God, Tana got morbid this year. It's an electric shaver! Yay! Oh, we've lost the patient. Oh, well, I look great. Feel my face. It's so smooth. <laughs> now, feel my face. It's so smooth. Feel, feel my face. Okay. I guess I am pondering that. And if I want to... Do I want to eat in or order out tonight? Hmm. If you want to order out, you have to roll for it. But I'm just I, gonna I, yell that... down the hall. Uh, one of you idiots is in your thirties. What do you like? Uh, one guy goes. I mean, honestly, I haven't had to pay rent in a while because of the deal we have. But like, man, if somebody would just like pay half of my rent for the month, I I would be fine with that. This motherfucker seriously went. Just give him money. <laughs> no, it's pay my rent. Like, that's different. I mean, the man is, uh, he's a surgeon. He makes money. He's not, uh, he's not hard up for cash. Uh, they, they're all thinking in, um, I mean, one guy goes, uh, I mean, it's I'm fine. in my 30s. We've got a couple of months. You mean days? Cr Christmas is in like three weeks, boss. Jesus, how long have I been asleep? <laughs> no one woke me up. What the fuck? Uh, anyway, it's around this time you get the uh, the the text from Salem. Uh, hey, we've got business. Uh, delightful. All right. The guy who used to be very eager, the the that one ghoul who was very eager and was just kind, who was kind of new. He's calmed down a little bit about the whole being a ghoul thing, so he goes, uh, you need to ride, boss? I guess I'm not sure where to, though. I just Sounds... said we need work. Uh, I mean... No, wait, no, here's another one, okay. A separate text. Ah. Uh, yes, Elysium. You live a lot closer to Elysium now, uh, if, if you see... I forgot to put every player characters on the map, but, like, yours is right here. And Elysium's right there in the loop. So. How close? Like a couple blocks? What are we talking? Oh no, no, you're not a couple blocks. You just not walking distance. But it's like it used to be oh, like, like a half. It used to be like a fifth. It used to be like a 20, 25 minute drive for you. Now it's like a ten. Ah, uh, okay. Because I was gonna say if it was like a close enough walk, close enough, I just walk there and see if I can pick up a bite on the way. Nah. Yeah. See, that, that's a vampire joke. I get it. I get jokes. Right. Well. Don't want to keep them waiting. They don't like to wait. I think right. older people would have more patience, but they really don't. <laughs> Alright! Jonathan Ross! You wake up, you're feeling fine! Ah, uh, yeah. I woke up. 
an hour ago. <laughs> you did wake up an hour ago. Something I just kind of do sometimes. Yeah, I mean, you can do it. You, you just flexing your vampire muscles. Well, they are explicitly my not vampire muscles. True. Um, Anna is currently a, is currently awake and uh, making breakfast for dinner for her. I mean, I guess it would be breakfast for her as well because she's kind of on a weird um, schedule where she goes to sleep at like uh, four in the morning. Uh, she is doing a lot better. Um, the prince was true to their word. And when they said, hey, we're going to get her like a psychiatrist and all the pills and like that she needs to like help her out. Uh, they were not lying. It is all like you've not had to deal with anything with the insurance or the doctors. And she's it's. She's still here, but she knows that's because you need her. And that's just part of your relationship. Like, she knows that you still very much need that anchor, and she's here for you. And I am appreciative every single day. Although, today, I have somebody else on my mind. Or I guess tonight. Who's that? Yeah. It's, uh, you said it's been, like, two years? Yeah. Since we last follow these characters around. Mm -hmm. Well, in the intervening two years, uh, I have I have made a point of going and hanging out with Luke. Okay. Give me a second to roll Luke's fucking rouse check then. <laughs> uh, but he also gets to roll twice because he is at Humanity 8. Okay, yeah, he's not hungry either. <sighs> nice. Yeah, I just... You know, considering I encouraged him not to be a full-blooded vampire and I think his alchemy is really interesting and also wow he could do with a shot of backbone and also he's just generally kind of a nice dude yeah I've, it's it isn't exactly once a week but it feels like once a week okay. I'm over at his place just yeah, to hang out it's one of those weird. It's one of those weird things where, like, you're immortal, so a week is kind of skewed for you. But yeah, and I will say this: I did give him experience points, and he leveled up his composure. He's no longer like completely, uh, fucking just nervous all the time. He's only nervous sometimes. Excellent. So, Luke lives far enough away from you that. Um, if you were to, well, actually, no, C because you wake up an hour earlier than everybody else. It would still, it would be an hour before you got that text message. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, I, I still can't go out in the sun. I'm still right. a full-blooded vampire. So I still got to wait for the, I got to wait for last light, but Hey, you know who can go out in the sun? We can go out in the sun for a little while. Uh, yeah, he can. And if he gets in a if he gets in a car or like that that has some pretty good tint in it, like he can he can stay out in the sun for quite a while. I mean, if if what you're setting up is he's come over to my place this evening. Yeah, if if you want him to, like if you send him if you shoot him a text like, hey, if you want to hang out, uh, come on over. 
He would prefer going to your place anyway, because your place is a lot nicer than his. <laughs> yeah, alright. Yeah, he literally has the uh he literally has the merit where he can he only takes aggravated damage like once every five minutes in direct sunlight. Yeah, okay. If uh if it's known that he prefers he come to me rather than I go to him, yeah, I'll invite him over. Just be like, yo, you wanna hang out tonight? Uh, he'll he'll send over a thumbs up and he'll show up at your place. Um, it's it's let it's partly that he prefers going over to your place and partly that he's embarrassed when you come over to his place because his place is not very good. Like I said, he used to live in Englewood, which was not a great place to live. Uh, it's got a lot of problems with crime and and such. Uh, he now lives in Gage Park, which is still really south Chicago, so it still has a lot of the same problems that Englewood has. So his, he's kind of embarrassed whenever you come over, because his place is, one, not that great, and two, like, just, there's so much crime, and he, like, he knows that you could take on anything that the mortals could throw at you, because you're a fucking vampire, whatever, but it's, he would still prefer, like, you not take that risk. So you say all of that, but he lives real close to Annabelle. <laughs> he does. He's actually in Annabelle's territory, if I if I recall correctly. I think he's in Annabelle's. Yeah, he's he's right in Annabelle's territory. Um, he's also pretty close to who's blue? Yvonne. He, yeah, he's also pretty close to Yvonne, and Yvonne would probably be a little more amicable towards Thin Bloods than most of the Camarilla because uh, she's basically a step removed from Anarch anyway. Hmm. And Anarchs tend to get along with the Thin Bloods a little better. Where am I on this map? I can't I, find I, for, I forgot to put you and uh, and Salem on there. So okay. I'll do that. I'll do that before the next session. But you're you're up like in Old Town and Gold like around here-ish. Because oh, you, you live in fucking Rick Ward's backyard. Yeah, Great. you live you live pretty much right next to Rick Ward. Great, super, mm-hmm. love that. Love being around that guy. <laughs> sure, he loves me being around him. Yup. Every once in a while, he sees the smoke coming up from the grill on your roof, and he and he uh and in just complete breach of the masquerade, he shouts, "Get just drink some blood like a normal person, asshole." He does not do that. He wishes he could. Then I load up a water b- balloon with potato salad and hush <laughs> it at his house. That takes some fucking effort, too. You gotta, like, sit there and jam the little pieces of potato and egg into the balloon. That takes, like, some. That takes like 10 minutes to get enough in there to burst. You are right. proper mad at this dude. <laughs> That's like Jesus sitting down and braiding up a whip when he sees the dude moneylenders in the temple. That is a level of anger where you just are dedicated. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. So you two are hanging out, and he's he's basically just shooting the shit with you, uh, talking to you about him and his boyfriend. And then um, that's when you get the text saying, we have work. And then a separate text uh, says, uh, this, uh, basically says at Elysium. It's coded, but it def- it just basically says at Elysium. I, I posted what I literally sent. 
You did? Which was, we are expected in society tonight uh, at our earliest convenience, which is very much code for the prince wants us. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <sighs> Fucking look at my phone and like all the energy and light drains out of my face. Uh, sweetie, can you come here and finish loading this balloon with potato salad? <laughs> <laughs> Luke looks at you and goes, oh, oh, it's one of those nights, huh? Oh, and I know how Salem talks well enough by now to know that uh, this is some big shit. <laughs> Love that. Um, here's my question, uh, Chloe. Would you also send that text to Luke? Would you consider him part of your coterie? I wouldn't consider him part of the, like, coterie. Like, Luke is somebody I think Salem would consider an ally, but they wouldn't, like, drag Luke along to the boring shit, I guess. Okay. It'd just be like, Luke is somebody who is more competent than people expect even if a little helpless sometimes. Uh, they are technically an honorary 13th gen because they were given the option to legally commit Dialbre uh, when they are ready to become a full-fledged vampire. Right. They haven't done it yet, but... Right. And yeah, see, that's the thing. Like, it's not that I wouldn't include Luke. It's that I'm not going to drag Luke along to boring business meetings if it's not necessary. All right. Fair enough. I'm not close friends with Luke, but I still like Luke. Okay. So, yeah, uh, Luke does not get the text. So, at that point, he's like, well, okay. Um, well, if you guys need me, I guess uh, I'm going to head on out and just hit the town. I fucking elbow him in the ribs. You don't. What? Like, I'm going to be out. You don't got to, like, shove off, dude. No, but, like, if, I mean. He looks up. He's like, I, I don't want to impose on Anna. And Anna looks over at him and goes, you're not imposing. You can stay. He's like, okay, fine. I guess I'll stay. How dare you show me hospitality? Eh. <laughs> How old is Luke, by the way? Oh, God. Uh, I, I forgot. He's, he was young when he was embraced. Um, Did I write down exactly how old he was when he was embraced? Probably not. So, you know what? I'm going to say he was like in his young, he was like in his early 20s, and he was only embraced fairly recently because uh, that's just how thin bloods are. They're, they are like fairly recent. All right. So, he's probably, he probably died when he was like 24, and he's probably only like 27 or 28. Okay. Well, I'm like 40 now, so it isn't too, too weird for me to. to ruffle his hair as I get up. I've got 20 years on this kid. He's like, listen, we, we look the same age. You don't have to treat me like a kid. <laughs> Fucking poke him a little bit. I know, I know. And you're so precious about it. He's, oh my god. Hey, um, after I get done with this, uh, I want to link back up. i got a project that I've been trying to work on and I've hit a huge dead end and I think you're the one I want to talk to okay sure and I'll 
lace up my shoes. All right. I'll I'll wait until after we eat. Okay. Because if because if Anna's cooking, I'm not just yeah. gonna fucking ditch her when she's made enough portions. Right. So and it did say at your earliest convenience. So. All right. Well, that's <laughs> that's Prince talk for get your fuck ass over here, but I'm gonna be a prince about it. <laughs> Get right. over here. I'm not going to say immediately, but fucking don't lollygag. Yeah. All right. So Anna manages to finish the meal, like, fairly soon before everybody else, like, wakes up. So, like, it doesn't, you're not too, too long doing it. You're closer to Elysium than uh, even Core is. Um, I think Sa- Salem's also, like, fairly in like the fairly well-to-do area of town. So it doesn't take you all long to meet at Elysium. Now, here's my question. Does Kor want to do the thing? Oh, you fucking know I want to do the thing. <laughs> oh, boy. I was going to ask you if you didn't ask me first. Uh, roll dex plus stealth. And uh, I'm rolling... No modifiers. Um, well, good I think it's I think it's wit plus awareness. That's, yeah, that's three successes. Versus three, three. So, hmm. how how do I want to handle? Okay. Highs? They technically, with a nine, nine, ten, beat my nine, eight, ten. Uh, but you got a two, and I got a one. So it's so still... it's actually almost. But those are the only successful. Those are the successfuls, which were the ones. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. So. Jonathan, I like to think Jonathan just like turns around at the exact same at the exact right time, just like says something that's like I fucking knew you're going to do that shit. Ah, just you get fuck, better. Fucking turn around, point directly at the bridge of your nose. Don't even say anything. Just staring at you. <sighs> I suppose at some point you had to catch on. Good on you. Oh, what? Look, think of it this way. Take it as cause to start innovating. Come up with something new. <laughs> you got it. I like to think this has been happening the same exact way for the past two years, and you just keep acting like it's the first time to save face. <laughs> Hi, Salem. How you been? Oh, you know, I keep busy. I'm surfing going. Well, city hasn't burned down yet. I think I'm doing a pretty good job. Keep an eye on those cows. We'll get you every time. Oh, speaking of, um, speaking of the city burning down, has anybody checked the news recently? Colin, we're in the city. We know. I mean, it depends. I will say yes. Okay. I will ch- I will check the news because I don't know. I feel like I need to be abreast of current situations as part of like my job. Okay. I'm not going to make you roll for this if as long as you your character has been paying attention to the news. There has been a person that the news has just been identifying only as the Fennec because nobody knows their real identity. Uh, they don't. Yeah, they have been going around and assassinating people, and then like burning their residences. Uh, they're 
nobody knows like what the motive is or what the connection is behind all of the victims. Um, if there even is a connection, this it might not even be the same person. Um, but so, something's going on, and he, and they occasionally leave a calling card. It's just a fucking like picture of a fox like spray painted somewhere uh like at some of the arson sites i don't remember what the name of the main character in watchdogs is aiden nobody Pierce. does aiden he doesn't Pierce. have a name he's a piece of white bread with a hat not even good an white iconic bread. cap wonder you. honestly his fucking five coats are more iconic than his hat <laughs> yeah it really are uh colin i have an actual in, uh, in-game question mm-hmm so did Virgin Neo, now that he's the Primogen, or Prince, no, Primogen, Prince, did he, like, restart the Black Hand? No. Okay. He, he did not. Uh, he agreed with the Black Hand being disbanded. It was his idea to disband the Black Hand. Okay, it's been a bit. I don't remember I, I know, things. I, I know, but he did He did reinstitute the position of Scourge, which he gave to Stankai, because Stankai makes a much better Scourge than he does a Sheriff. Yeah. The whole incredible violence thing. Mm-hmm. Cor, what the fuck are you talking about? Cows? Because I'm the sheriff. They said the city burning down and there was the cow that kicked the lantern over that burned down Chicago. Oh, that makes way more Uh, sense. Oh, okay. Yeah, you would have been around for that, huh? Wasn't that the... That was the 18... I'm from the 20s. How old is I'm not that old. Uh huh. Uh huh. Sure. Sure. As you say. Damned whippersnappers. All right. Anyway, y'all are at at Elysium, just hanging around outside and catching back up. I I meant we're walking and talking. Okay. All right. So uh, you you get in and on the stage is um is a familiar setup. Uh, you see a couple of the primogens there. Obviously, fucking Rick Ward is not going to be there due to things that you add a character are going to know very uh, know very soon in character. He's a shit. Yeah, I will say that it is the prince who is there along with Malkavia Prime Annabelle and Fishface. I wave at Fishface. Uh, Fishface ah. gives a little wave back. Our matching sets. Yup. Nice. I, I, I did not even mean for that to happen. I just chose three Primogen at random who were not record. Malkavia Prime looks over at Montanero and Montanero goes, it's not impressive. You do it every time. And Malkavia Prime just shrugs. Annabelle looks over at you and uh, over at you, Jonathan, and goes, Hello, Little No. How are you this night? Well, I had a delicious breakfast and I got to spend about an hour with a buddy. So better than average. Wonderful, wonderful. I'm a little bit down about having to be here at all. But I could be worse. Not my idea, Jonathan. You know I try to keep you out of the out of it as much as possible, except for our little fun experiments. And I do appreciate the restraint. 
Montanera goes, if you're all finished exchanging pleasantries, and Fishface goes, oh, but I didn't get a chance to say hello to my great grand progeny, I think it is. What, what generation are you again, Core? Twelfth. Oh, let's see. Great, great grand progeny. Lovely to see you as well. I trust the sewers are keeping well. As well as they ever do. To hear. Um, and actually, uh, on the, like, sitting on her shoulder is a, it's just like a fucking crow. And it just, like, occasionally, like, uh, nips at her, like, ear and she just, like, just sort of, like, scratches its head a little bit. Is, that's that's her current famili- uh, familus. Uh, she goes through a couple of them because she occasionally eats them. Like sometimes you're hungry and you don't want to leave the house. Well, yeah. I mean, somebody you know calls you out on something. You have to eat crow. It happens. <laughs> Christ! I nod respectfully at crow. I think you would know better than to ask. To, than to ask its name because uh, Fishface does not name her familuses because uh, she, eats them. she you don't you don't name what you don't want to get attached to. It's fine. I have no interest in knowing the name anyways. I'm gonna call it Drinky. <laughs> um. Anyway, uh, Montanero just sort of sighs and goes. Anyway, I'm glad to see you, Sher- Sheriff. Um, and I'm glad to see that you have brought your coterie. We have several matters that we are going to need to discuss. Of course. Quite simply put, the city is about to be thrown into massive amounts of chaos. And I sort of foresaw each of these happening individually. What I did not see was them all happening all at once. Well, they do say when it rains, it pours. Indeed. The first order of business is that the Second Inquisition has decided to come to our fair city. I tried to keep the... I kept the bribes going, but without Pills's former contacts, I was not able to keep them at bay forever. So, as a result, they are here and they are currently hunting us down. We at least know they are here and hunting us down, which is a fair sight better than, say, New York or maybe even L.A. I'm not sure what the situation is in L.A. They, that's mostly an anarch city. God, we don't want a repeat of the Paris situation. Second of all, the reason why Rick Ward is currently not among us is because he is currently declaring praxis. He has decided to openly challenge my position here as prince, and as such, has basically declared civil war. I want to say that when Rick Ward comes up, Salem, instead of the like usual like fucking placidness that Salem is usually going has going on, Salem fucking frowns. Yep, Cor has like you know a palm on his forehead, just like. God, really? Yes, really. I think it's because I think he knows because I have my plateful that he's doing this. 
Because he ex I He knows he's not gonna get out of this unscathed. No, but no prince usually ever does. I was very lucky in that respect. I think, but do not say out loud. <laughs> yeah, that's because you full throat got someone else to do it for you. Exactly. That's what makes a good prince. <laughs> he doesn't have the popular. He, he doesn't have the backing. No one's going to follow Rick Ward. He's a moron. I mean, I. Not to be crude, but he's an idiot. I agree. He only got the position because of nepotism, and I only allowed him to keep it because it was better than trying to repl replace him with someone else who needed to learn the whole thing. Third of all, the Sabbat have rumored to have come into the city. Uh, Fishface sort of nods and says, I managed to get ear out, and they are apparently starting to move some pieces to get a chunk of the city for themselves. I don't think they're planning on taking the whole thing, but they definitely want a hold, a small hold, to sort of expand throughout for the next few years. Luckily for us, unlike the last time, they're not quite as sneaky about it. However, this time the incursion is also much, much smaller. I believe it's only like one or two, which does bring me some worry why only two at most Sabat would be here. Uh, and then Virginia says, and then finally, the Anarchs are officially declaring territory at this point. Territory that does not belong to them. I very much want this to remain a Camarilla city. However, there's not much that I can do with all, all this going on, and my more lax attitude towards them has emboldened them. Which... To be fair, I would much ha rather have them with us than against us at this point, considering both the Second Inquisition and the Sabbat and the impending civil war. Hey, question on a character. Mm -hmm. The territory that they're taking over, is it Legrand's territory? Um, no, you'll, if you open up the territory map, I will click show to players for you. Those Ooh. red squares in, uh, inside those various territories are the territories that are quote unquote official. They're not official yet, um, but depending on how long you guys take to deal with the Anarchs, it could very much become spots. actually official. Yeah, those are the hot spots. They very much could become official depending on how long you take. So, for the folks at home, uh, those are, there's a spot in Westside, a spot on the Illinois Medical District, a spot in McKinley Park, a spot just south of, south of Brighton Park, a spot on Englewood, a spot on Grand Boulevard, and a spot on South Fork, South Branch, Chicago River. Yeah, it's like somewhere... It's like sort of in Bridgeport, I think. Okay. I have like an idea, but I'm not sure if Core would be keen enough to like come up with this. Because he's yeah, not wow. the strategic type. So like my, what just occurred to me like now is that we, and by, and by we, I mean Virgin Nero offers the anarchists a deal. Like, okay, listen, we've got two different problems 
breathing down our neck right now. If you help me deal with one of these problems, those being, you know, the Inquisition and the Sabbat, we'll give you some territory. I mean, he would be, he would probably be up for that, but, uh, but... Yeah, but, like, would my character core be clever enough to arrive at that? Like, I have, I have three intelligence and two wits, and I also have, like, Roll intelligence plus wits, and I'll set the difficulty at three. Okay, I'm trying to think. Uh, insight doesn't really cover that. That's no, no. You you can roll. You can roll a stat with a stat. Okay, I'm just trying to like think if there's anything better that would be. Okay. Investigation. I have two in investigation. No. I'm just trying to like think of what's more thematically appropriate: intelligence and wits. Yeah, just roll intelligence plus wits. Well, okay then. <laughs> Yeah, you got five successes. Yeah, you're, you'd be smart enough to think of that. Um, but hold on, uh, let let him finish what he's saying. Right. Uh, and so, and so he continues. And he goes. So, as a result, I am going to keep my best to keep my superiors out of the city to solve this problem, to solve these problems forcibly, and and perhaps even replace me as prince forcibly, while you all handle them for me and the reason I have selected you is because you obviously have shown the ability to get things done after doing one thing and then fucking around for two years Kor's doing that thing where he's tapping on his finger with his chin I imagine that you guys have been doing other stuff is just like not of note it wasn't important enough for us to run adventures about uh, over them so he's just kind of, he's doing that thing where he taps his finger against his chin, you know, and he's obviously thinking. And then he looks up. Ah, my prince, if I may propose a bold action for bold times. Proceed. Ah, if the anarchists are vying for territory, maybe we make them the deal. We have the Sabat and the Second Inquisition breathing down our neck. Perhaps we pit our friends against our foes if they assist us with dealing with one of our problems we offer them territory I realize that this is a bit drastic but as you said it's a situation yes we do have a stretch of territory that's not going to have a primogen very long I mean it, they could like you could talk him out of it and he could still have that territory um mm. <laughs> <laughs> well he brought he, rick ward's rick ward's territory is nice territory i've talked also rick nice territory. ward out of doing something stupid once he has run out of excuses all right um so here's what i want you to do core go ahead and roll me manipulation plus I would guess persuasion which I guess is for you is just straight manipulation but go ahead and give yourself three extra dice because that's a very compelling argument and what I will do is I will roll probably composure plus leadership for Montanero okay Oh, dang. Dang, yeah. Okay, um... <laughs> composure. 
opponent is instead. So no modifiers. Five successes. Five successes. With a tie, he Virgin Nero is intelligent enough. He doesn't enough. like it. He doesn't like it, but he will. Uh, you can if you can convince him to play ball. All right. Yeah. Um, he he obviously makes a face at that. He goes desperate times, I suppose. If that is how you want to deal with the Anarch problem, then by all means, deal with it that way. But however you want to go about dealing with these problems, I leave that up to you. I consider them all equal importance. So the order in which you take care of these does not matter to you. It's not an ideal solution, I admit that, but it might buy us the time we need to deal with the rest of them rest of these before they come knocking at our door. Correct. The trick will be getting the anarchists to actually play ball. That is the trick, isn't it? Hey, if you, uh, you set up the territory you give them between Primogen's Long and the Grand, you're putting the anarchs in the middle of the effective anarchs, might be able to bring them into the fold at some point. Hmm. Anyway... Discuss among yourselves how you wish to deal with these problems. Please give me regular up please give me regular updates. And do keep in mind, the longer you, the longer one problem goes unsolved, the more difficult it will become to solve it later. Of course, my prince. Unless you have any questions, that is all. Uh, Jonathan did raise the excellent point of putting them between the Grand and Long would be to our benefit, but I, of course, would defer to you on any possible territories that they could uh, receive as a gift. Well, that that is definitely a potential area. However, depending on how you deal with the current would be contended to the throne I might be inclined if they are amicable and if they are willing to bend some of their ways to ours I might be willing to give them wards depending on how you take care of him I don't care how you take care of him by the way you can kill him you can talk him down you can run him out of town for all I care I just don't want any more talks about a civil war against me. I understand. Uh, as you wish. My prince, I apologize if this comes off as second-guessing you. I know you just said that you don't care, but do you have a replacement for him lined up? I have it not having a Ventru Primogen in order could contribute to the destabilization of the city. I do have a replacement in mind for him, yes. Very good. Well, don't care if... Don't care how we handle Ward. We'll figure out what needs to be done about the spot once we figure out why there's so few of them and what they're actually here to do. There's no point in asking questions about that right now. Do you know who's the head of the encroaching anarchs, my prince? They don't really have 
the same sort of structure that we do. They don't have a prince. They have a loose collection of barons, but none, but no baron is truly in charge of any of the Anarchs, or really any of the territories that they claim. They just mostly rule because the Anarchs there agree that they rule, as opposed to they rule due to a strict social hierarchy. I understand. So then I will re-ask the question. Do you know the identities of any barons who are in with the encroaching Anarchs? Let me roll him. Let me have him roll intelligence plus politics, which he's actually fairly good at. So I will say for like every success, he knows one of the Anarch barons. Uh, so he knows three barons. I'm going to... Actually, no, he definitely know one firsthand uh, for for reasons. Uh, so let me roll randomly the other two that he would know. So how many are did I have? One, two, three. Oh, it's, it's seven. One for each clan. So let me roll a d6. Uh, three. So... Okay. So he goes... One of them is a Toreador by the name of Chandra Freeman. And... All, all that stuff that says politics role required or like ter- street rise role required, like that stuff that even he doesn't know, he would not be able to give that to you. Gotta go out and find it ourselves with the appropriate roles in the appropriate situations. Right, correct. Um, And then let me roll a d5 because she has been immediate. Five. Three again. So, uh... And then he goes... Then there's a Nosferatu by the name of Harlem Greaves. And finally, there's a Tremere by the name of Calvin Barnes. Look at this dude. That sure is a wizard-ass looking vampire. (laughs) Part of Calvin Barnes is played by Jared Leto. (laughs) No, no, there's no damage tattoo. That we can see. Are you sure? Like, maybe that just says damaged. (laughs) <laughs> it's like it's like one of those tattoos that's just like a, a kanji that someone is like, oh, this means strength. Really, it means like uh, fucking rubbish. <laughs> it means recyclable. <laughs> Do not put in microwave. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, so so he gives you he gives you the names at least. Um, he does not give you, and he also gives you like the clan, the clans, so you kind of know what to look for, especially like Nosferatu, you know, you just have to look for a real fucked up dude and be like, hey, are you Harlem Greaves? <laughs> you look fucked up. Are you a Nosferatu? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just naturally ugly. <laughs> no, I was just born this way. I thought that if I swam in a vat of acid, I would get superpowers, and turns out you just get hardly disfigured. Oh, is that how Calvin ended up looking like that? (laughs) Alright, well, names are good. Names are good. We can ask about names. I'm sure they're still using those names in the cities. You have any information on the Second Inquisition, uh, base of operations... Uh, number of field units 
anything we can use to get started. Um, let me have him roll. We'll do intelligence plus investigation. Why not? Two. With a two, I will give him one thing that he knows about them. He goes, the only one, the only thing that I know is that there's an operative by the name of Frederick Steele. I am unable to keep the look of, there's no fucking way that's not a fake name off my face. <laughs> it's a real fucking really look. No enemies, all vampires. <laughs> Montanero just sort of shrugs and is like, that's his name. That's the name I've called him. I, I don't doubt you, sir. Just... <laughs> You're just looking at me here, that's all. <sighs> that's... I, 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 I shoot the tiniest look at Annabelle. That's a name I would expect one of us to be assigned. She goes, The Second Inquisition are full of themselves, darling. Of course. Not... Not even gonna comment on the fucking name she gave me. <laughs> and at this point, uh, Fishface actually, um, reaches into one of her the many, many folds in her very fancy dress, pulls out a uh, folder and just like starts thumbing through some stuff and then pulls out a picture and you see that picture that is on his handout, which for uh, the people at home is a um, white male. He's got some very nice like shortcut hair. The picture that he's currently in, there's some blood splattered on some windows. There's some blood splattered on him. Uh, he's wearing a white shirt with a black tie. Uh, looks like there should be some sort of like j like jacket over it that he's not currently wearing. Uh, and he's like got tattoos on his arms and like gloves and such. Balancing a knife on his leg, it looks like. Being hunted by David Bowie. <laughs> so I, I take it and I stare at it and I'm like, huh, with a name like that, I didn't expect him to be hot. And I pass the picture over to someone else. <laughs> Uh, child of Conan O'Brien and David Bowie. Anyone else see that? Anyone? Just me? I see it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care if you're joking or not, I choose to believe that's true. No, no, he, he, that, is, that is in character. <sighs> Alright. Well, a name and a face is a good thing to start with. That's everything I can think to ask. Okay, does anybody else have any questions? Uh, I have a question that is conditional on this thing I'm looking up being... Okay, we do know where Record's lair is. Yes, you do know where his uh, lair is. The only, the only one whose lair you are unsure of 100% um, is Stankai. Like, it says it's estimated in that area, but it can be fucking anywhere in the loop because he lives in the the tunnels that were underground. He's some sort of fucking cryptid. Got it? Yeah, essentially. Yeah. Oh, I do have a question. Hmm. Do we know any of Ward's major supporters among the Venture? Montanero goes, Obviously... Gary Olson is going to be one of them. They are fairly close. In fact, Gary Olson, 
Gary Olsen's only real ally in, within the Primogen is Rick Ward, so I imagine that if he, if Rick Ward disappears, Gary Olsen will not be far behind, either by choice or because someone else will forcibly replace him. Otherwise, I believe he's trying to warm up to some of the other Primogen. Now Kavia Prime goes, yes, he has already propositioned us. I didn't know that, because we chose not to tell you until this moment. That wasn't quite the question I asked, but okay. And then <laughs> Virginio Montanero tears out Malkavia Prime's heart for being <laughs> a fuckhead. <laughs> no, Malkavia Prime can get away with it because um, he and Malkavia Prime are kind of, they're kind of friends. They're both weirdos, so they're both huge fucking weirdos, old fucking weirdos too. So, but uh, I mean that's that's the answer for the primogen. Um, because yeah, I was asking about the Ventru specifically, though. Oh, of the Ventru. Okay. Right, because Rick Ward is a Ventru, so I want to know about how I want to know if we know anything like about the internal politics of the Ventru. Let me roll for that then, because that's not something he would know just off the bat. Potentially, so again, this is going to probably be a intelligence plus politics. Oh, I'm not very good at that. No, no, for 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 Montanero, I'm rolling for Montanero. Oh, I thought you were asking me to roll. I was like, oh, I no, don't no, 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 I don't no, have I, a fucking clue. That's why I asked. No, no, I'm I'm rolling to see if Montanero knows. Considering that seven successes, uh, on how many dice is that? Seven? I think that's seven. So yeah, he he, seven successes on seven dice. He goes. As far as I can tell, he has quite a bit of support behind him in the Ventru. However, that being said, I'm sure there's some other ulterior motives. There's never a 100% noble or selfless reason to throw yourself behind someone. So, whether they are throwing themselves behind him because he has promised them things, or they are throwing themselves behind him because they fear him, or throwing themselves behind him to get back at me, or deposing a prince that treated them well, I cannot say. Hmm. Okay. Okay. I was hoping I could get, like... I was hoping I could get, like, uh... I wanted, like, specific names because, like, basically, I'm going to go for his fucking... I want to go for his fucking supporters, because his supporters are going to know if he has gone to ground somewhere else, rather than his very publicly known lair. <laughs> but we may just have to ask a venture. Or maybe we'll just go to his very publicly known lair and I'll burn it to the ground. One of the two. <laughs> Spray paint a fox on the walls. Paint it, spray paint a fox on the walls. Yeah, that is something we should probably look into. That that seems important. Okay. Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, this would be something we would know. Like, the news wouldn't know, obviously. But we would. Are the... Are the residences that are getting ours and... Are they... Are they vampire houses? That's the question I was waiting for you all to ask ever since I said that it was fucking... I was going to ask, and then something happened which completely derailed my train of thought. 
Roll me intelligence plus, I'll say occult, anybody who wants to make that check. Oh. Like, just one person gets to roll it or everybody gets to roll it if they uh, want? Everybody gets to roll it if they want. Okay. I'm rolling occult. Four dice here. Intelligence plus... Oh, I got a success. You can burn your willpower if you want to re-roll three. I got or Salem can fucking know. <laughs> I, I just... We have, like, the same dice, and it's just an equally chance that one of us is going to roll it. Yeah. All right. So, Salem, you, like, it, it dawns on you as you are going through, like, the names and the resonances... Yeah. Yeah, the Fennec is exclusively hitting either vampires or people associated with vampires, like ghouls, stuff like that. That's concerning. Ah, uh, I smell a side quest. That means the Fennec is either Sabat, an Anarch, part of the second inquisition or is contracted to one of them and now i regret hanging up on him actually he hung up on you well now i regret not playing ball <laughs> uh just star 69 i don't remember what that one does is that the one that recall that redials people yeah i don't think that works on skype <laughs> and also um also <laughs> if if you if you load up your Skype like immediately like after you leave if you load up your Skype on like your phone and try to find your contacts from like like a random conversation from two years ago that you had, uh, that name has not logged on in two years. I mean, it wasn't my computer; it was blue screens. I thought no, I thought you used your computer to uh, no. To, oh, okay. Okay. She brought her fucking laptop in when we were doing when we were hacking the bank accounts. Okay. I thought it was you using your laptop to do something. Okay, never mind. I, I misremembered. Okay. Anyway, point is, that name has not will definitely not have logged on in two years. All right, well, that's something we should figure out, probably. All right, players, any other questions? I can't cover my singular question. What's for lunch? People. A positive. Is this, uh, was this humanely sourced? I say, <laughs> rolling a blood pack around in my hand. It was humanly sourced. There, there, there's a very important vowel that you're missing there. <laughs> anyway, it's kind of important. Anyway, uh, if it sounds like nobody has any, any more questions. Correct? Not at this moment. Okay. Yeah, I'm out of questions. All right. So uh, before we started the uh, the campaign proper, I did ask them to choose which of these they wanted to do, and it was a I... vote to to eh on doing the uh, the the civil war thing first. See, I voted that not having the context of the session that we're in. I. I know it's kind of a dick move, but I want to change my vote to the Anarchs. It seems like it'd be real useful to get them on our side from the jump. 
Yeah, I mean, like, in context of getting the Anarchs on our side, I also could see that. Yeah, pointing them at one of our enemies, and then we go deal with a Civil War situation. Sorry, Colin. Your yeah, shit's it's fine. fucked. No, it's not fucked. I, I, I have, I had plans for all of them to start out with. Like, it, but, like, like basically We're all of them. We're forcing you to improv. Yeah, like, not even, not even improv, just, like, I mostly prepared one way, and now you're just it's not as prepared this other way but it's still somewhat prepared basically each part had a starting point and the longer you ignore those starting points the more they evolve so yeah going with the anarchs is fine like if you want to if you just want to change gears now and go after the anarchs go for it i would like to go after the anarchs use the anarchs to slow down one of our two enemies in second position, or the Sabbat, and then we go deal with the Civil War situation. Yeah, real talk, having an incursion force of Anarchs, like, they've got to have a bunch of people to be a real threat. If we could just, like, turn them into a search force to locate the fistful of Sabbat in the city, that'd be great. That'd be great for them to get started on it for us while we focus on other things. Okay. Okay, devious suggestion here, but like, yeah, if we point them at the Zabat, Anarchs might actually draw out a second Inquisition, and like, best possible case scenario, the Anarchists find the Zabat, and then the second Inquisition kills all the Anarchists. Uh, I don't think they're gonna kill all the Anarchs, but... Cause they have to make them like... a non-threat. Well, the thing is, the Anarchs aren't really exact... Well, I mean, like, I don't know how Colin has it, but like, the... Laura has written or whatever is anarchs are more like they freely associate and they are more anarchists, yeah. Yeah. Rather like, than having like a strict power hierarchy and like yeah, things like, like that. The, the Baron is a name that is more earned than given, and most Baron and like depending on the Baron, they either love the name or they're like, please don't call me Baron. I fucking despise that. It it, it really just depends fucking on community leader. Baron yeah. was my father. Call me Cubburn. I <laughs> uh, get it. Also, fuck off. <laughs> I don't. Alright, so here's the question. Which of these Anarchs do you want to go find? Because you do have Calvin Barnes, you have Chandra Freeman, and you have Harlem Greaves. Oh, you know who else we well, know is an anarch? I mean, yeah. We could go fucking talk to Father Singleton again. Hello. So here's here's my thought: is which of these is going to be the most difficult once we find them? Let's not start with them. That's a good question. Roll me wits and politics to figure out which one would be the most difficult to deal with. Alright, well uh, this seems like an important bit of information to have, so I'm going to rouse. Okay. I successfully hey. rouse. And I have three points of politics. Jesus Christ. Uh, yes. Yes. Wow. You're, you're, you can burn your power. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna willpower reroll. Yeah. 
Hey, hey. two more. So that's a total of three. That's a total of three. Um, with a three, I will tell you that you know for a fact that Calvin Barnes and Prince Virginio do not get along. And that is mostly on Calvin's end. Virginio could not care one way or another about Calvin. Calvin basically despises Virginio for reasons that are unclear to you. Also, he looks like a jackass. I don't want to talk to him. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. (laughs) (laughs) I kind of imagine they've got a relationship where it's like, you're my arch enemy. Who are you? (laughs) Pretty much. Actually, no, it would not be it would not be that, but it's it's kind of the same vibe. It's you're my arch enemy. Eh. Sure, whatever, buddy. Goes back to whatever they were doing. Wow, you think very highly of yourself. <laughs> it is I, Calvin Barnes, your mortal foe. That's nice. I'm busy. If you could go, please get killed by my minions. That would be just love. <sighs> okay. But with but with so, a three, I will not give you who's the most uh amicable to talk to between Chandra and Harlem. Okay. So the Nosferatu in lore tend to be pretty street smart. Also, uh, since you are a Nosferatu core, I will give you this. Nosferatu, even between faction lines, tend to stick together. Like, if, if you go to Harlem... He will see you as a fellow Nosferatu, not as a Camarilla Nosferatu. Okay. So I, I vote for Harlem then. I mean, that sounds like a man to me. Like, the allure for this Nosferatu is that they're survivors. My hope for this is that he'll see this as like, okay, yeah, that's actually a pretty solid deal. We're going to have to talk to all of them, aren't we? Yeah, but he's... If we gotta, we gotta, we gotta put our foot, get our foot in the door somewhere, and he's, I think, in my opinion, best option right now. So, one vote for Harlem. Uh, you know what? When I got out of bed this evening, I didn't, I didn't have it in my heart to deal with Torridor horseshit. that's a shame because uh technically even though his blood is so thin that it doesn't make a difference luke is technically toreador uh but it doesn't make a difference he doesn't have the horse shit (laughs) he technically does have the horse shit a little bit that's one of his Uh, that's one of his flaws minimal horse shit with that boy (laughs) that's why we get on so well we're both committed to minimal horseshit. All right. I'm also down for Harlem. All right. Not that it matters, but I'm down for Harlem. All right, cool. Yeah. So next, you got to figure out where the fuck he is. Who's got the best streetwise role? Streetwise. I mean, I can do like, I can like try to hunt him down. I have no streetwise, but I can... I also have I mean, if you can streetwise. If you can bend how you would hunt him down, I might. Okay, so like I have investigation two and investigation, but I also have like two and intimidation. So I figure I can either like try to suss it out or I can just 
find an anarchist and just like scare them. Hang them upside down on the roof of a building and ask, "Where are you know Where are the drugs? Where are the drugs? Where's Harlem? You're in it." <laughs> I will say this: intimidation, like trying to scare an anarch, would be it more in character. Probably before, not the greatest idea but, if we are trying to, you know, use diplomacy. Right, exactly. So you might want to roll investigation instead. I know I literally just brought this up. Hey, we know an Anarch. What if we see if Father Singleton can set up a meeting for us? That seems like a good place to start. Okay. IMO. Alright. So yeah, you head to the church bar that basically has no name. Uh, It was the church in McKinley Park that is always playing the fucking like drum and bass dance music it's a similar scene to last time it's just full of people there's a dj up at the front salem you've probably played here multiple times by now i think you've literally said that last time too well yeah but like even in the like intervening two years so you and father singleton are actually probably pretty close by now since you know he's a vampire yeah, we were amicable last time. Mm-hmm. Probably done a few gigs on the side. And I'm not even gonna make you roll for it. If you ask where the uh, where Father Singleton is, uh, he is currently in the confession booth. Is that a euphemism? No, he, there's literally a confession booth that he goes to. Pe- the, his whole thing is people come to him to confess their sins and then they go out and they sin some more. But also, yes, it's a euphemism because he drinks. Do this whole fucking bit where I, where somebody has to go into the fucking confession booth. Forgive me, Father, for I have sinned. <laughs> Sorry, Daddy, I've been naughty. <laughs> oh God, I want Cor- I want Cor to go in there and say that. Well, I'm done. Okay, because yeah, you guys, you guys t- had had a pretty good chat last time about his belief system, even though you think it's fucking stupid as hell. But he explained himself fairly well, I think. And then he does that thing you're not supposed to where he looks over between the uh, the little bits that are, like, supposed to separate you. And he goes, there's a little thing that, like, you can I believe there's, like, a little, like, separator thing that you can, like, pull open. Yeah. It's like an eye hole so you can look in. Yeah, so he pulls that open and he goes, oh. I am giving the biggest, toothiest grin I possibly can, which for an Asperazzi was big and toothy. Yeah, he goes, oh, I thought that was you. There's not many people who would come in here and say that. Well, mm, I, there's there a are a lot of people that would come actually, in here. Actually, actually, there's a lot of them. I hear that actually a lot. There's, there's yeah. actually an increasing amount these days. But n- none in the way that you say it. Thank you. To be proud of my Anyway, what can I do for you, my son? Uh, we just have a simple question. I may have a simple answer. Uh, we need to get in contact with an Anarch Baron. Particularly, I believe his name was Harlem Greaves. Ah, Harlem Greaves. Harlem currently trying to claim a bit of territory in the Illinois Medical District. Of course, he's not actually... He doesn't actually work at the hospital. The, his current disfigurements, if you forgive my, if you forgive the wording, 
prevents him from really operating too, too openly. He does, however, make the occasional house call at his home. Hmm. I don't suppose you have a home, home address for him. I do not, but as far as I, I'm aware, he's easy enough to find on the internet. Oh, the fucking internet. That's the one place we didn't look. <laughs> well, I mean... Vampires, we're stuck in our We didn't check harlemgreaves at gmail.com. <laughs> Wait. He's a medical professional who does house calls and has an internet listing. Mm-hmm. And he's a Nosferatu. Mm-hmm. Call it on calling for shit. No, no, he has an explanation. Trust me, he has an explanation. All right, it better be real fucking good. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Acula at fucking geocities.com. Less an explanation and more a cover story. So. I lost the fight with the lawnmower. Pretty close. All right, what's his fucking field? Okay. Is, it some, is it a homeopathic medicine or something? No. It, no, he's like a legitimate doctor, honestly. Anesthesiologist. Uh, More of a hemopathic medication. He's not an anesthesiologist. He's, he's just a, he's like a general practitioner. I mean, when you're a fucking, like, 10th generation vampire, you've probably been around long enough to know quite a fucking bit and call yourself a general practitioner that just knows a lot. Yeah. Yeah? Okay. So yeah, you uh, look him up, and yeah, you see, you find a hit where it's like, it's like a little house with a, it's just basically a sign out on the front, um, and it's got, it's fucking weird hours, but uh, the, you know this weird hours because he's a vampire, so. Uh, question, Colin. Hmm. How long has this listing been there? Like, on the internet? A couple years, we'll say. Okay. So w what I'm fishing for here, to be clear, is mm -hmm. I'm trying to figure out if this motherfucker is, like, from Chicago. Because I've been picturing the Anarchs as this, like, outsiders coming in. No, they've, they've always, like, Anarchs have always been in Chicago. They're, they just were mostly quiet and, like, kind of kept their heads down because, like, if, if they got too rowdy, then pills are sent stank eye after them. Okay, so... Alright, I get it. Yep. They're like Democrats in a small town. <laughs> Ow. Look, it was, a, it was a good metaphor, okay? Not, yes, it's just... Ow, Everyone just assumes that, they were, that they're Camarilla, unless they say something. Yeah. Okay, well, if we have this motherfucker's home address, we might as well just go knock on this motherfucker's front door. Maybe put Salem in front, since they can do all the talking. Salem is the sheriff. Uh, yeah, maybe, maybe the sheriff showing up at the front door isn't the best option, actually. No, like, if you're just knocking at the front door saying you have an offer from the prince, that's, like, probably the best shot. Just straight up walk to this dude's door, knock and say, we have a deal we'd like to offer you. I'm here to negotiate on behalf of the prince. Okay. Yeah. You're the sheriff. Your word carries weight. You've also got better dice than I do. <laughs> Significantly. You are the talky one. I can do the talk. 
doing talkie is the thing I do. Alright, yeah, so you had... So, Kor yeah. is the fighty one, and I'm the... Well, I'm kind of the, the operation. <laughs> the only one that thinks to ask questions. Yeah. <laughs> Except my investigation is shit. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, you head you head to Harlem's uh, you head to Harlem's place, and you knock on the door, and eventually the door opens, and you see this man who comes up to you. He looks like he's a fucking burn victim, but he is wearing a nice suit. Uh, it is it's mostly black because most vampires kind of wear black in order to like hide the blood when they eat. Like, but he does have like a little like a white color like a white collared shirt um he's not wearing the jacket that's in the handout but you can assume that as some, like but you but you can see it hanging up like in in the house and he goes oh hello how may i help you this night hi harlem greaves or do you prefer dr greaves i do prefer dr greaves yes and you are Salem Jones. Yes. Uh, I'm here to negotiate along with my uh, associates on behalf of the prince. Well, I'm currently not seeing any patients right now, so why don't you come on in and we can talk a little more privately about the whole matter. Of course. Uh, so he steps aside and lets you all in. The second I get inside, I would like to sense the unseen. Okay. Yeah, so uh, since you are actively using it, so you roll uh, Resolve plus Aspects. Yes, and if there's anything hidden in the room, you, Colin, need to make a hidden roll of Wits plus Aspects. Okay. All right, uh, so go ahead and roll it. Three. Three, okay. Now the question is, is Colin actually doing a hidden roll? Or is he taking a long time to make it seem like he's doing a hidden roll? Uh, no, you don't sense anything. Interesting. I don't like being told that, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, he doesn't lead you much past, like, what would be the lobby area, which is just, like, a small living room that he has, like, set up, like, some chairs with, like, a table in the middle with some magazines uh and he goes so you say that the prince has an offer for me well we are here on behalf of the prince and we are making an offer i believe that the sheriff's word is as good as the prince's at any day of the week and you can take that how you will all right so i'm not sure how you what you're, how you are currently uh, appraised of the city's going-ons. But there are currently, there's currently a incursion of Sabat coming into Chicago. And rather than start territory wars on three fronts, we'd like to make an offer that the various Anarch barons that are willing to help us root out the Sabbat would be given, rather than having to take territory for themselves, would be given a stretch of territory within the city of their own 
necessitating less bloodshed. He looks at you and he goes, You don't want to fight a war on three fronts. God damn it, I was hoping you hadn't caught that. I mean, yeah, three, three fronts. Different right. Oh, I said, I didn't say three as in like, I wasn't including the second Inquisition. I was saying three as in, and I genuinely mean this, I'm not backtracking here. Okay. I was saying three fronts as in like ours, theirs, and the Sabbat, I guess, oh, okay. was what I meant. Okay. Okay. So I, you, I, you just worded it. That was not a slip, is what I'm getting at. Uh, Okay, all right. Uh, it would be really good if it was, though. <laughs> yeah, I, I was thinking that you did slip, and you were letting what you were letting slip was the civil war that's brewing. That's what I was thinking. No, but, no. Okay, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. Okay. Although I, I feel like I could, I feel like you could have worded it better. But if you like, I, okay, maybe you have to roll to convince him that this isn't a slip. Because yeah. Like if he if he like even if he's queuing in on the wrong thing if he cues in that there's like more going on. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, go ahead and roll uh co- composure plus persuasion. I would I would say, and I'm going to roll with his um wits and insight. You should do a hidden roll for yours, Colin. Yes. Thank you. I was. I don't know how to make it hidden, which Side sort of gave away, which, which gave away the the fact that fucking. Oh. <laughs> oh. Well. Oh well. Also uh, sorry, Chloe. Oh, there, there we go. DM roll. All right. Yeah, I was scrolling up because I know that there's a yeah. command for it. Um. Uh, do I want to? I mean, I guess I may as well just use, spend a willpower to reroll this. Like I, I fucked up three dice. I'm gonna spend over you. Oh, I I rolled the wrong kind of dice. So good job. That's three successes. So you say that, and he seems to believe that it was just an genuine like slip. Then he, he doesn't seem to think that. He he believes you when you say no. There's nothing else going on. I'm I just worded it a weird way. Uh, he's he says. You, what do you mean on three fronts? And Sam goes, yeah, you, the Sabbat, and us, three fronts. Yep. yep. Okay. And then, and he nods at that. So he seems to, he seems to genuinely believe you at that. <laughs> okay. All right. Now roll charisma plus insight to see if you can detect if he's lying about believing. You. <laughs> I, I mean, mean you okay, want you, to. Want me to, you want me to roll my literal best two stats? I can yeah, do that. Yeah, go, go for it. Do it. <sighs> Do it, you coward. <laughs> yeah, okay, he, he genuinely got, believes um, you. Yeah, he genuinely believes you. Okay. Seven five, successes. Six, seven. Seven successes, yeah. <laughs> he genuinely believes you. I was going to I was going to make the difficulty the number of successes he had, which was three. So you don't fuck you one hundred percent know that he believes you. So because interesting. That is quite an interesting proposal. To give the Anarchs their own official territory in Chicago. That has not been heard since there has been a Chicago. Well, new princes, new precedents. He's still getting his feet under him, basically, so he doesn't want to, like, 
No, we don't tell him that. We don't we don't talk about the prince being weak in front of the enemy. Fair enough, yeah. I do, however, in character say, that just goes to show you how important this is, though, right? And the Sabbat would be a bad the Sabbat are bad neighbors, no matter which side of the Camarilla or the Anarchs that you fall on. Exactly. We scratch our back, we scratch yours. A kinder, gentler prince. I can see most of the other so-called barons agreeing to this, but Calvin will be a hard sell. He doesn't like your current prince very much. Quite a bit of a personal past between, between the two of them, I do believe. Oh, what if uh, I wouldn't suppose you would mind telling us what uh, what you know? I'm not sure how much you know about Calvin Barnes, but he is currently covered head to foot in runic tattoos. And when I say head to foot, I do mean the top of the head as well. I'm going to guess Tremere. Not just Tremere. Montanero personally tattooed those runes onto him. Oh. So it wasn't something that that they did themselves. Correct. It's... I could see why that would be a sticking point. And and just so we're clear, I, I like to be clear on these things. Calvin did not consent to this. No, they 100% did not. Okay. You would have to ask Calvin about why Montanero did that to them, but I doubt they would be very much into talking about it. If I had to guess, I had to guess it's some sort of blood sorcery experiment. Ah, the curse of Hobbes. Calvin was totally down for the runes. It's just that there's like a in between in the runes and like one of his shoulder blades, there's a live, laugh, love in there. And he just like <laughs> drives him insane because he didn't notice it for years. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, is there anything they, how well do you know them? I, I guess. I tend not to get too into the Tremere stuff. Honestly, I'm more friends with Chandra than I am Calvin. That's another name I know. Actually, no, that's not fair. Chandra and I are actually pretty good friends. I'm more friends with James than I am with Calvin. I don't know who James is. That's not a name we know, Doctor. He's a Bruja. Oh, the Bruja. All right. One of the other so-called barons of us. I, um... I suppose we're going to have to go meet with all of them individually. I, I I, suppose we couldn't ask you to bring some of the, the ones you have better relationships into this deal. Oh, no, no, no. You don't have to go talk to all of them. That, that, would, take, that would take far too long. I'm sure... Some of the we don't ones want to drag I... the session out any more than we have to. <laughs> I'm sure that I can, I can talk a few in 
lickety split into meeting with the prince of. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I've kept a straight face for far too long calling him that. Uh, you Camarilla are ridiculous. It's a little ridiculous, I'll admit. Hey, you know what? If I didn't have to, I wouldn't. You don't have to. There's always us. We're growing in number and strength every night. Uh, you know what? I wish I could believe you. Unfortunately, I am too tied up with some real unpleasant nonsense. Offer is always I appreciate it. Uh, as soon as I stop being one of the Primogen's pet projects, I'll, uh, I'll look you up. Sorry to hear about that one. I don't know which one you're talking about. I'm just... Any sentence ending with Primogen's pet project. The, the new one. The one with the white hair. Oh, oh, that one. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. She's weird. Mm, mm, you don't know the half of it. <laughs> I just got a good thing going on. I'm not keen on messing that up right now. Fair enough. Thought I should offer. No, I understand. And I'm sure that the sheriff is going to reject the offer, but... I give him a very hello fellow traveler kind of look. <laughs> <laughs> All right. He just, he just shrugs and he's like, had to try. Anyway, I'll talk to Chandra. I'll talk to Michael. And I'll talk to Nadia. Uh, those are the three that I think will just go ahead and just say, Michael's sure, whatever. List. Yeah, I know. So that's those are new, new one. Those are, those are new names I'm dropping. And I'm give me a minute to give the handouts out. Oh, my God. Look at that, dude. <laughs> <laughs> that's a fucking elf ass dude right there. <laughs> Hi, I'm Werewolf Abe Lincoln. How you doing? You having fun in this rave? I'm pretty sure that dude is secretly like a red cap or something. <laughs> All right. Okay. So besides then, I suppose, Calvin and James, are there any other names that we need to go talk to? Also, if you would do us the enormous favor of telling us where we could find these other names. All right. Uh, he goes, Amelia Cleveland is the last of the barons, as some of them like to call us. Amelia definitely likes the title Baron. Venture. That's a venture ass venture, yeah. That's, that is a venture thing if I ever heard of. Hmm. Walking around with a rose sticking out her titty. <laughs> She's holding it. And it kind of looks like it's sticking out of her cleavage. All right. So. Uh, you need to go to talk to Calvin, Amelia, and... James? Was James. the other one he said he wouldn't do for us? Yeah, James is the other one he wouldn't do for you because uh, he and James do not get along very well. Amelia's the one who's up in West Side. Because, of course, the venture would be in the fucking nice part of town. West Side. <laughs> Calvin's got a pretty large chunk of territory down in Englewood. And... James is down in Grand Boulevard. So the way I figure it is uh, we have enough time for you guys to go talk to one more and then the, and then we'll do a second session involving talking to the other two. I'm not going to tick down me. the stuff. I'm not going to tick down all the stuff until like, you've actually finished one of the tasks. 
All right. So yeah, I will. Um, I mean, unless Salem jumps on it first, I'll give the dude my phone number so we can talk to each other. Okay. I feel like you two would get along better than <laughs> he. He takes it and he goes, "Oh, you actually use phones? Interesting." Yeah, I mean, like you know, there's standard operating procedure. Don't, don't fucking dial me up and be like hello fellow child of the night I have secured the cooperation of the other leaders of the brood clans like just you know all our phones are tapped to be smart about it but yeah just fucking call me have, have you told him that the second I forget if you guys told him the second inquisition we didn't tell him the second inquisition is in town I mean it's like but he should be sensible enough but... to know that the FBI knows vampires exist yeah. we may be, be smart even the anarchists don't violate the masquerade. Well, they don't violate the masquerade, but they do use more, way more technology than the Camarilla does. And the anarchs are just a more modern Camarilla with a different political philosophy. The, basically, the only thing they really agree on is don't let humans know vampires exist. And the Sabat are like, no, that is that is a bad idea. We should rule no, them we instead. we should be fucking night lords of the dayland. <laughs> idiots because... Bathing in the blood of a thousand children. <gasps> Once humanity figures out that vampires exist, they're gonna come down on them like a ah, fucking hammer. What do you think the Second Inquisition is? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, like, you, population at large, you can have, like, dudes out on the streets with shotguns with silver slugs and stakes and holy water and shit. You're gonna get swarmed like ants, man. Like tarantulas, fun to fucking run from army ants. I don't care how fucking badass you think you are, you can't beat numbers. Uh, so, so, yeah, which one do you want to go talk to? Do you want to talk to the hard one first, or do you want to talk uh, to the? You know what? You know, Core had an in with this guy. Core had an in with Harlem. What would mutually be in? Nosferatu. Mm-hmm. Really coming to play outside of like the dude nod we gave each other apparently. Eh, Colin might have role played it differently based on yeah. your presence and we just don't yeah. know about it. Yeah, like if it, like Harlem would have been a lot less amicable if Kor wasn't here. And like and, like saying, come on. And it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, so Kor kind of had an in what with being a Nosferatu. Uh... I kind of have an in what with being a Tremeris science project. All right. I also do. I do get poked at. You know what? This is definitely probably going to be like Jonathan's show. Like Salem is just there to be like, hey, this is a, I am officially officially. We are officially officially with uh, doing the prince's like negotiating. But since it'll probably be your show, you could probably make a very big show of you know what would probably really have you know what would really piss the prince off? Having to negotiate with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's maybe a line that I can apply. Just, <laughs> so it was just like completely like, I don't know, on the right over single, I'm just completely straight faced, it's just like what you want to do, what you want to do is you want to make you want to lead him to making the same to making the decisions you want him to make and make him think it's his own idea. Just like completely like the weirdest, the most fucked up thing you could say to somebody about other people, just doing it with this placid, straight faced look. 
play on his insecurity. Hi, I'm exceptionally manipulative, and it's kind of normal for me, so I'm just going to talk about it like it's kind of normal for me. Look, being manipulative is my job, but I'm also very charismatic. It's my second best stat, manipulation. <laughs> Salem is not a bad person, but is also not a good person. <laughs> Alright, well, unless one of the other players uh, objects... I say we go knock out the hard one tonight. Uh, not related to our current discussion. It's just something I just now remembered I wanted to mention earlier. What? Just a small little thing. Uh, for the future, I think his core just wears that little silver cross around his neck at all times now. <laughs> I can very easily see that becoming a small totem for core. Yeah, that's valid. Yeah. I guess. That's fair. All right, I'm hearing no objections. Right. Yeah, no, no, no. It's, this seems like a good way to end out the night, figurative and yep. literally. Yeah. All right. So uh, here's the thing: you're gonna have to try and fucking find him because you don't know where his territory is, and even if you do know where his territory is, just showing up at a dude's territory, like, or you don't know where his lair is, and even if you did know, just showing up at a dude's territory and be like, "Sup? We know where you live," is probably not a great impression to make on this man. So, uh, I need you to roll probably, like, intelligence and streetwise, unless you can sell me on something that's a higher skill for you. Could I sell you on having somebody else make that roll for me? Yeah, sure. I mean... going to make the roll. It was going to be a three. Does... Does anybody have more than four total dice to uh, for intelligence plus streetwise? I'm asking the other players. I have well, less than that. I got three exactly. Luke has five. Two. If you want to get Luke involved, Luke has five intelligence plus streetwise. Yes. Jesus he Christ. He has, he has two intelligence and three streetwise. I mean, he is a drug dealer. I would expect him to be a little bit streetwise. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll call him up. All right. He goes, hey, what's up? Hey, um, you live in, like, Gage Park, right? Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, look, I, I don't want to get you more involved in this than you're comfortable with. So, you know, don't, don't jump in deeper than you feel good about. But... Uh, there's a, there's a, a pretty big old, no, we're on the phone. I got to watch my words here. Yeah. <laughs> okay. There's a, I've been hearing about some, like, gang activity in Englewood. That's like, they're bringing in outside help. You haven't heard anything about that, right? Like, anybody who's in charge? So, roll streetwise plus intelligence, no modifiers, three. Um, he goes, uh, yeah, yeah, I can, if, if you're looking for stuff down in, like, down in Englewood, uh, he, he gives you, like, depth, like, places that you would be able to search, and then, like, when you hear one of them uh you go up oh, let me 
and see if I can have, should have you roll for that. No, no, you shouldn't have. I shouldn't have you roll for that because difficulty three, he'd be able to like get you to where you need to go without you having to like decode it. So he will tell you around the area where um where Calvin could potentially be, which would which will give you bonuses, which will give whoever wants to roll bonuses to finding him. I'll, I'll give you, like, two extra dice to roll either uh, intelligence plus investigation or intelligence plus streetwise. Alright, uh, thanks. How's your day been, by the uh, way? It's been pretty good. Um, I left your place a, a little while ago, um, but that it wasn't because I felt like I was intruding. It was because I, I genuinely needed to go out and do some stuff. And you you know by some stuff you mean he means sell drugs. Well, boy's got to make a living somehow. Yeah, look, we drink people, dude. <laughs> yeah, but the- we ain't got it. We know what you're no, up to. No, no, we he's... literally found you. Hey, we he does you. have to sugarcoat it over the phone. Oh, right, phone. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of forgot we were talking on the phone for a yeah. second. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, you know, stay safe. I know. I know you do business in Englewood sometimes, so try and be other places for a bit if you can help it at all and if you need me you know how to get a hold of me alright yeah sounds good and uh once um once this uh, I, I got I got assigned to a job it's the horse shit as it always is once it once it hits a lull um again I do want to sit down with you okay yeah Sounds good. Later. And uh, he will hang up after saying goodbye. <sighs> All right, folks. I've got like three city blocks. That's not that bad. It certainly beats searching all of Englewood. <laughs> yeah. Basically all of Englewood. <laughs> my, my entire body turns to core. Well, stalker man. All right. I suppose that is why I'm here. All right. So you can roll either uh, intelligence plus investigation or intelligence plus streetwise at plus two dice. I mean, that's the same. It's going to come out the same okay. anyway. I mean, either way then. Just roll. Just roll. Just roll. You had really good investigation. I have two investigation and two, three intelligence. Did you add? Did you? Roll. Did you had? You didn't add your two extra dice. I rolled investigation and willpower. And yeah, and then and then you were supposed to add two dice to the. Uh, I thought that was stealth. only if I did the. No, the no, no. That was, that was that was just in general. Just roll two d. Just roll two d ten. Okay. Okay, that's a success. You might still want to do the willpower reroll. Yeah, I'm gonna do that. Hell yeah! Hey, there you go. Hopefully. Maximum reroll successes. Yes, four successes so total. Four successes total will get you past the difficulty two that I set this at. So yeah, uh, eventually you guys go rolling around in like it's it was around where Core 
used to be, so, used to live, so... Literally just feel- Kor's old house. No, it's not literally just <laughs> Kor's old house. He is not squatting in Kor's old place. Um, somebody has funny, to. Though. So, somebody is squatting in Kor's old place, but it's not... Um, it is within, like, a couple of blocks of that, though. Uh, and, Kor, you might have actually seen this guy a couple of times and just not realized that he was a vampire, but you do see... Uh, a person who's looks he's, they've got like a pretty strong face uh and they're wearing like this hoodie deal and but their arms are just not like covered up by any cloth whatsoever and when they look up you can see that their face and their arms are just covered in what you thought were just like the stupidest like tattoos like who would choose to do that to themselves? And it's like, no, no, they, it turns out they didn't do that to themselves. Uh-oh. I see their arms and I'm like, oh, I know that one. I know that one. I know that one. I think I know that one. Maybe if it was upside down, I would remember that better. As you're staring at their arms, they go, you know, it's brute stare. I, I know. I'm sorry. I've had a whole bunch of horseshit drilled into my head and it's habit at this point. Yeah, we'll fucking make it unhabit. Doing my best, boss. What do you want? Y'all looking at me like you want something. What do you what do you want? Um You're here's a parlay. We're here to talk business. Like the kind of business we should maybe be inside for. They look at you, and then they look at Core, and they go. You used to live a couple blocks down, right? That is correct. Mm. I think I've seen you around, but never really registered who you were until, well, I found out who you were. Fun. And you're the prince's little pet. I shrug. Salem shrugs. You're not right. half wrong. All right. Okay. Okay, so if the prince wants me, uh, then you can kindly tell Montanero to go fuck himself. Yeah, honestly, that'd be pretty fair. Like, uh, like I get it, you know, and I sort of like roll my eyes and tilt my head, Tremere. High-end Tremere's. Yeah. I, uh, I hear talk that uh, you didn't want those. No, no, I didn't. Uh, you know what that motherfucker said as he was chaining me up and putting the first one right here and they point right at their forehead where the, the big one is. Uh, let me guess, let me guess, let me guess. Um, either something about the pyramid or something about knowledge. And I winkle my fingers. No, no. He said that I had to be contained, that I had to be nullified a little bit. And I'm 100% sure it was because they were fucking afraid of my full potential. Because let me tell you, I'm real fucking good at the blood stuff. And I'd be even better if these things weren't holding me back. 
kind of raised my eyebrows at that. I'm like, really? Okay. Um, how good, if you don't mind my asking? I've, uh, I have been made to learn. Uh, let's see. Let me see what fucking blood sorcery he actually has. Oh! Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. I can make so the portal appear I, behind I, your ear. There's so, not a there. Uh, question, Colin. Did he take boil blood or hyper poison blood? He took boil blood. Okay. Uh, he goes... How good am I? Well, I mean, if you really want to fucking know, some dude came up in my grill the other day trying to demand some... I don't even fucking remember anymore. And uh, I just boiled him from the inside. I was tired of him. Yeah, I've, I've heard about that one. I've read about that one. I have been made to read about that one. I, uh... I don't think I slept that day. <sighs> yeah, well, uh, it's great, isn't it? When uh, high intramares are interested in your potential. They look at you. Just make a quick secret roll here. And this is an actual secret roll because I, I need to make this. They look real close at you and they sort of grin and you can see their fangs because they obviously don't hide this shit at all because why would they? They're in their home territory and basically nobody bothers them unless they need something anymore. And they go... You might not want to uh, to have Montanero look too closely at your potential either. Uh, I think he's deferring it because one of his uh, one of his primogens has first dibs. Mm-hmm. From what I know, a Virgie doesn't really stop him. Well, I will. Uh, I will do my best to stay out of his line of sight. Then. <laughs> okay. So. Sorry. Little bit testy about the whole thing. You come here saying that you got an offer from the prince. You obviously get it. They say, gesturing at Jonathan wasn't cool of me to lump this guy in with the prince either he seems all right gestures at core yeah. they however points directly at salem legitimately his pet you're the fucking sheriff would it make it easier if i left little bit consider me gone I'll be waiting at the car. All right. They wait for you to to leave and they go, okay. So, sorry. Can I kind of understand now why I'm a little bit mm, about the whole Prince thing? Oh, no, it's perfectly understandable. You're well within your right to be exactly as pissed off as you are. Okay. So, what's going on that Virginio is 
allowing himself to lower him to the Anarchs. Well, you're not the only group who's making a play. Uh, there's there's Sabat activity in the city. And we have very little information to go on. God damn Sabat. Okay, yeah. That yeah. Makes sense. That makes sense. So, we've been authorized to cut the entirety of the Anarch population of Chicago a deal. And that's... You help us with a spot, and you get an official patch of territory. You don't gotta fight for it, you don't gotta argue too hard about it. You just get a place where you're in charge. And like, you you know how Camarilla are. Like, obviously, if you get loud and start a bunch of shit, you'll get cracked down on. I, I, I don't have the power to guarantee that that won't happen, and you know that none of them, none of the higher-ups would ever agree to that, but so long as everybody can hold hands and smile, you get your own patch of land. Um, go ahead and roll Charisma plus Persuasion. I will give you a plus one, because it is a... It would be plus two, but it, he still really fucking hates the prince. Uh, oh, yeah, you're rousing for, for yeah. an extra dice. Okay, so yeah, you yeah, had two my, dice to that. Uh, my numbers aren't great. And you're going to roll against his uh, Charisma... I'll say Charisma plus Persuasion, which is just a flat pers- uh, Charisma for him. So go ahead and roll. That's well, three successes on five dice. I'll hold my re-roll depending good, on his The good news successes. is he's only getting two dice, so unless he crits, then you then you will make a pretty good Here argument. comes the crit. Here comes the crit. <laughs> no, it's just a it's single, a single success. <laughs> no, it's just a single success. It's, it, it, it doesn't crit unless they're both ten. Oh, I thought that... Okay, I was confused because I was like, I remember it was either this or Dishonored that had a really weird crit rule. Yeah, no, it's it's um, it, they they both have to be ten in order for it to be a crit. All right, so he goes. <laughs> really, a little slice of Anarch Heaven in the Camarilla City. Yeah. And, uh, you know, there's there's talks about where it might be. I, I voice the opinion that you might feel at home between the the Gangrel and the Bruja lands. You might like a slice in there. Our benevolent prince has offered to carve out a chunk of the Ventru territory just for you. I don't know, whichever you all decide you like better. But, yeah. Just, I might just go for it. One, to get under his skin, and two, just for the pure, pure irony of it all. 
because man, after Munich fell, Pilsner was really driving home. This, this was where the Camarilla go. No an that Anarchs can live here, but they can't get too bad. Oh, and have our own territory. <laughs> and, uh, <sighs> yeah, yeah, okay. I'm in. Well, pleasure doing business with you. Yeah. Pleasure doing business with you. Um, I think y'all live up north. You might want to get up there. Uh, daylight's coming soon. Yeah, we'll do. Um, hey, um, and you know, this isn't connected to the deal at all. If you say no, it affects nothing. Uh, this this is something personal for me. Uh, I got. I kind of got a blood sorcery project I'm working on. It's something real personal. Uh, I've I've got one person I'm sort of bringing on board. Would you be okay if I looked you up at some time? Maybe picked your brain? You know what? You showed me nothing but respect. Even when I was cursing you out for something that you didn't fucking do. So you know what? Fair's fair. Yeah, hit me up. Wonderful. I appreciate it. They uh they hold out a hand to shake on that. I was you beat me to it, Colin. <laughs> Alright. Cora, let's let's not keep our sheriff waiting. It was nice to formally meet you. Maybe we'll work together in the future. Maybe. Take care, boogeyman. Right back at you. Get back into the car. One beat, two beat. Jesus Christ, that guy's terrifying. I liked him. Yeah, I'm sure you do. <laughs> <laughs> Salem is Salem is present for this conversation, by the way. Oh. Did my advice did my advice help at all? Um <laughs> You know, Salem, you're a good friend, and I don't want to be rude to you. <laughs> this is the fucking point where I make, where I make a, a fucking Xanatos ass joke and like, oh, good, you didn't follow any of my advice. <laughs> but no. <laughs> I'm glad it worked out. Yeah. Yeah. We got him. They are on board. They'll have their people on the lookout. You know, I, I assume they're going to call Harlem and all the others. I don't know. When I hear back from Harlem, we'll know that we're in business. <sighs> yeah, well, we still have two more, but I think that might be business for another night then. Yeah, no, it's like it's like 80 minutes to first light. I don't know whose car we took, but let's get going. This is probably, it's probably mine. Uh, drop you off and I'll see you tomorrow, I suppose. Gord, do you even know how to drive? I have a driver. He's right there. Is that a yes or a no? Yeah, but the, the, the answer my question. <laughs> is that a yes or a no, Cor? 
I remember when they first invented cars. <laughs> okay, so the answer is no, but you don't want to actually admit to it. He wants to say that he knows how to drive a car, but he doesn't want us to call him on it. Hold on. I have literally no points in drive, so no. That doesn't mean that you can't drive. Drive is more for, like, stunt driving. Drive is like shit. stunt driving, yeah. Yeah. Getting into a car chase, a high-speed chase on the freeway. Yeah. I think I almost... I have a point in drive. <laughs> so what's the problem? Does it just... It doesn't feel right under your feet if you didn't have to, like, hand-crank the car to get it started? You can't get used to power steering, I think. Oh... A runabout. I'll steal it. No one will ever know. Course Adam, you know. (laughs) Okay, but now I'm just gonna picture doing it. Cars are very in the open. I don't. Yeah, the boss prefers it when he, when he can just like hang out in the back. Sometimes I'd like to read on the way. Here, that makes you motion sick. Not really. Some people get that. Some people don't. Can you? Can you get motion? If I'm Can in the you... back seat, I get motion sick when I'm reading. But if I'm in the Wait. front seat, I'm fine. I don't understand Wait, you can that get one. Motion... You can get motion sick? I didn't think you had, like, stuff in your stomach to get motion sick with. I mean, it's like a... It's not a stomach thing. It's like a balance thing or something. Oh, okay. I vaguely recall reading Rick- Wikipedia on it or something. Okay. Right. The online encyclopedia that anyone ear. can edit? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hate that it's... Just a meme for us. Whenever anybody says Wikipedia, somebody has to say that line. <laughs> it's from fucking. You know what? It's from. I know. Yeah. I know what it's from. Pole. Chairs. Cock and ball torture. <laughs> okay. All right. We're getting away from. Hello, here. Gordon. <laughs> No, it's, it's, it's something about the inner ear and, like, the difference. Like, your brain sees that you're moving, but feels that you're sitting still, and it's, like, it's puts you up on it. But, but I don't get... I don't get sick if I'm reading in the front seat, just the back seat. I don't hmm. understand that one. That's what I don't get. I don't know. Anyway. All right. So, everybody gets dropped off at home. Yep. Everybody gets dropped off at home. Uh... Neither of our other vampires took care of their hunger for the night. Stuff happened. When the right. prince says, hey, you go over there. So that'll be interesting. Uh, next time you wake up, you could potentially be at three hunger. Cause I mean, I got a dude. You do got a dude. Go to bed hungry. Wake up sad. Okay, well then, uh, everybody, uh, two experience points. Yay! Now I forgot I what I was even saving up for, but I didn't spend Only any of the ones two? I Only two? Only two. We didn't really Fuck. do a whole. Well, we did a lot of. We did like, do a lot, negotiations. actually. Yeah, but you didn't finish. You didn't finish the thing, so that's why I'm comfortable giving you only two and not three. Whatever. I got twenty-eight. Uh, I think I'm saving up to put my. Athlet Dex was it athletics or dexterity? One of them to four, probably Dex. I think I really wanted to get a discipline. I know what I'm saving up for. I'm probably not going to get it. 
Oh, are you saving up for another blood potency? Uh, not potency, no. Oh, oh, blood, blood magic, or whatever it's called. Sorcery, yeah. Blood sorcery, yeah. The, right, um, the big old chunk of EXP that you gave us at the end, I spent it on a third dot. I would like a fourth. Okay. Luke's not getting anything. Luke made one whole fucking roll this entire time. Usually I give him, usually if he's doing stuff with you guys, I give him half of what you get just so that way he doesn't like out, like outpace you guys and make you guys gleam in comparison. Not that he ever would. He's a fucking thin blood, but he made one roll. Granted, it was a successful roll, but he's still not getting any experience points for that. Oh, if I if I had known it was going to work like that, I would have invited Luke. Nah, it's fine. Also, hey, I like that boy. He's my friend. Stop saying bad things about him. I didn't say bad things about him. I just said that he didn't you fucking make any rolls today. You said because he's a fucking thin blood. Oh, fair All enough. All derisive-like. Okay. I'm sorry, I'm still in the headspace of, like, 98% of vampire kind. Blah. Blah. Anyway, thanks for listening, everybody. Good night. Good night. Or good morning, I guess, because this is a vampire game. Oh! <gasps>